The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And that was a well-played baseball game tonight, Royals fans. And really not too much to be mad at. Welcome into Clubhouse Conversation. It's your dish for Game 1 with Baltimore. A 2-1 to KC loss. And let's say right away, when I say it was a good game, a well-played game, I'm not saying I'm happy with the way the Royals played tonight, at least offensively, but really it, it was a well-played baseball game on both sides. Some great defense. We saw great pitching and a game that was decided by a matter of just a few feet or if you consider it by bats, a matter of just a few inches on where the ball came off the bat, especially in that fourth inning. The whole game was pretty much decided on that fourth, wasn't it? Yordano Ventura walked Chris Davis to start the inning. That was a bad start. And then Nelson Cruz was sitting dead red. First pitch fastball and just blasted it to right center. Took the ball out by a matter of just a few feet. And that gave Baltimore a 2 to nothing lead. Ultimately, that would be the difference in the game as the Royals would come back there in the bottom of the fourth. Eric Hosmer, Salvador Perez, Alex Gordon all had hits. Unfortunately, they were all singles. Same song, different day, right? Then Danny Valencia came up, and you just had a good feeling about it. He had some good swings. He doubled in his first at bat, and he gets up there bases juiced against a lefty in Chen, and he normally hits lefties throughout his career, and he crushes a ball. But at that time, there was that wind swirling around at that point of the game. It's cold, and David Lowe, nearing the wall, makes the catch. The Royals were... You know, while Cruz's home run went out by a matter of feet, the Royals were a matter of feet away from taking a 4-2 to lead, which would have, as it turned out, given them a victory tonight. The ball came up just short. Had Valencia squared it up, maybe just a tenth of an inch somewhere else in his bat, it might have gone out. So just a mere amount of inches and or feet, depending on how you look at it. And the Royals lose this game 2-1. to one. And That fourth inning was the only scoring we had in this game. So, uh, once again, another difference. We talk about it all the time. We harp on the Punch and Judy Royals offense. Once again, they strain together three hits, and they score one in the fourth inning. Baltimore gets a walk, gets one hit, and they score two because they can hit the home run ball. And that lineup is good for Baltimore, isn't it? And they didn't even have Matt Wieters in there, of course. Tonight, when you've got you know Wieters in there and Markakis, Adam Jones, Nelson Cruz, Chris Crush Davis, I mean, J.J. Hardy's hitting the bottom. He's a solid major league hitter. That's just a good lineup that Baltimore puts out there every single night. So 2-1, to one, it stinks that the Royals lost this one. But you know what? I thought their approach was a lot better offensively, too. I really was not angry tonight at all. It was just one of those games where, okay, we lost a good game. It was well played. We did a lot of things well. You know, Alex Gordon gunned down a runner at the plate. Jordano Ventura was absolutely filthy. And I really did think the Royals' approach was better. It didn't turn out, you know, to to turn the game in their favor. It didn't end up getting them more runs. But they were up there, with it seemed, with a purpose. They weren't up there just hacking and hacking away. Just couldn't get the big hits tonight. You know, Gio had, I think, three chances with guys in scoring position. Could not get the job done. Johnny Giovatella. Um, You know, Valencia just barely missed that one. And, you know, it's unfortunate. But uh, Baltimore also had chances to blow the game wide open and score more runs, and they didn't do it either. So neither team really did well offensively outside of that one home run. I mean, Baltimore, look at them. Like we mentioned earlier, Alex Gordon gunned out J.J. Hardy at the plate there in the top of the seventh and a Marqueca single to left. I don't know why they sent him. You know, Alex was in very shallow left, and 
got him by 10 feet at the plate. But, you know, there's one run that Baltimore feels like they might have had or had they held the runner up there or had the Royals bobbled that ball at all. Then in the eighth, of course, Lewis Coleman comes in, allows back-to-back singles to Manny Machado and Adam Jones. They have first and second, nobody out in the eighth. Kelvin Herrera to the rescue. He's been fantastic this year, hasn't he? He strikes out Chris Davis and Nelson Cruz and gets Steve Clevenger to ground out. The Royals get out of that. So, you know, look at that. You know, Baltimore finished with 10 hits and had just two runs. The Royals had seven hits, one run. But once again, Baltimore did have that home run. But both teams, the point of me saying all that, you know, both teams, I'm sure if you ask either, either fan base or either club, they felt like they didn't do as well offensively as they should have tonight. Although I feel like the Royals probably have less of an excuse. I feel like Jordana Ventura was just a little bit better than Chen for Baltimore tonight. Yeah, how about Jordano? His mom was in the house tonight, by the way. First time his mom has seen him pitch in the major leagues. How cool is that? Too bad she couldn't see a victory. But six and a third for Jordano. Two runs, seven hits, nine strikeouts, one walk, including a stretch of six strikeouts in a row for Ventura. You know what? I was sitting right by home plate tonight. He just throws so easy. That's what I love about him. It's, it's He's not a max effort pitcher. The ball just comes out. He's nice and smooth, smooth delivery. It's not violent. And that just excites me watching him pitch out there. You know, it, it, it's real. There's no mirages out there with Yodana Ventura. It's just easy. He's natural. So, you know, knock on wood. The future looks bright for Ventura, and that is very, very good news. For the Royals, a team that will probably lose James Shields after this year. They need Ventura, Zimmer, and Duffy to step up. At least two of those three have got to be mainstays in the rotation and be above Major League average next year to go along with Vargas and Guthrie if this team looking forward is going to continue to compete. But we'll just worry about that for another day. Like in, I don't know, six months, we'll talk about that. But for tonight, Tim Collins, two-thirds scoreless innings, thanks to Alex Gordon with the assist. Lewis Coleman didn't do well, obviously. Two hitters, two singles. But Calvin Herrera, as we mentioned, two strikeouts, and a ground out, stranding two. Aaron Crow got him one, two, three in the eighth with a strikeout. He's been awesome. As long as he's not coming in with runners on base, he's not in, you know, stranding runners at the rate he or the Royals would like. But you give him a clean inning, he's been, well, perfect, literally, with a zero ERA this year for Aaron Crow. So a game you can live with. The Royals got that game against the Rockies yesterday. They got the sweep. I told you coming into the series, I expected and wanted two and two realistically you've got James Shields going on Sunday against Ubaldo Jimenez who the Royals defeated the last time Ventura pitched on that Friday night game in Baltimore Uh, Jimenez is okay he's also got the you know possibility of throwing a gem he's two and four with the 4.02 at this moment you feel pretty good though coming up on Sunday with Shields going don't you so I'm not saying you just want to roll over and give you know one of these next two games away but if you pick up one of these next two you have to feel pretty good about your chances of getting the split on Sunday and, and staying right on track for where you want to get, which is 10-5 and five over this key 15-game stretch and where you want to get in the series, which is the split. So tomorrow night we've got um, Jeremy Guthrie against Chris Tillman. Chris Tillman is tough. I don't love the Royals' odds tomorrow. Guthrie pitched Baltimore very well his last start at Camden Yards. Um, you know, Ventura pitched very well and, and duplicated it tonight, so perhaps and hopefully Jay Guts can do it again tomorrow. He's in a more advantageous situation pitching at the K than he is at Camden Yards, although at Camden he was getting ground ball after ground ball, so hopefully he can do that again tomorrow. I believe he had 12 out of his 18 outs he got in that game 
were uh, at least uh, you know outs on balls put in play. I believe twelve of the eighteen in that game were on the ground. So hopefully Guthrie can keep that going. Chris Tillman's been good though, three and two, three nine seven, forty seven and two thirds, forty strikeouts, nineteen walks. The good news is, though, we get three right-handers. I, I hate it when the Royals face lefties. I know they've beaten the last couple before they were defeated tonight by Chen, but it, they just never seem to hit lefties. So that's the good news. we got three righties coming up the next few days. Guthrie and Tillman, I give a slight edge to Baltimore tomorrow just because Tillman is really pretty good. The Royals, I don't know. I don't got a great feeling about tomorrow's matchup. But then the rest of the series, toss-up game, Bud Norris, Danny Duffy. Although tomorrow's kind of a toss-up, too. I'll give the Royals a 45% tomorrow. We'll go straight 50-50, Bud Norris and Danny Duffy. Bud Norris coming off that controversial end to his last outing with the whole Torrey Hunter fiasco against the Tigers. And then I give the Royals a 60-40 on Sunday with James Shields going against Jimenez. So you just get a split here. You win three out of four, I'm elated. You lose three out of four, I'm not real happy. But get the split in this series, and things are right where they should be, and the Royals can easily still do that. Um, so, you know, shrug this one off. Nothing real memorable either way about this game outside of Ventura. Clean game, good defense, good pitching. Just couldn't get the big hit, but then again, neither could Baltimore, really. One other thing I wanted to talk about in this game, and I'm not one of those people that looks back in retrospect. I was sitting there two batters before this even happened. I saw Baltimore getting the right-hander up, O'Day, um, in that sixth inning when the Royals had a chance to get another run. They had runners at first and second. You had Danny Valencia coming up as Buck Showalter made the change to go to O'Day. I really thought Nedio should have gone to Mike Moustakis, especially coming off yesterday. Two doubles, three RBIs. O'Day is just killer. I believe righties are 212 against him. Lefties are over 300. It just made sense right there. You upgrade defensively with Moose. He has a somewhat hot bat, I suppose, after yesterday. It's a game situation in the six. You're not scoring runs. You got Chen out of the game. He let Valencia hit. Didn't work out. Valencia struck out, and it was never close to that. I I, I thought Ned should have gone to Moose before that at bat. Two two hitters before, when I saw the the right hander getting up, I said to my buddy, I said Moose has got to pinch hit here in two more batters if we get one more guy on base. Especially, it didn't happen. Who knows what would have happened? You know, there's a better chance that Moose would not have delivered than he would have. But I would have liked to have maybe seen that move made in this game. I understand staying with Danny, though. Danny had doubled. Danny had crushed one to the to the wall, got in a run. He basically had been your offense at that point. So I'm okay with that. The sixth inning, as Ned explained after the game, I understand his explanation. They have three lefties, three very good lefties in their bullpen. you got to figure the next at bat after that, Moose is going to get the lefty. Oh, and, you know, we got the lefty in the ninth. Don't you wish we could have gotten Tommy Hunter? Why did they have to demote Tommy Hunter from closer? I mean, the loser blew a couple games. The Royals needed Baltimore to beat Detroit. He had a couple times where he had done that, blue saves. Why couldn't he blow one tonight for us? They have to pull him out and put in a better pitcher to finish off the game tonight. Boo to Buck Showalter. I hate that you made a good decision. <laughs> That's it for tonight. The Royals go down 2-1. to one. We'll have a, a recap again tomorrow night. Also, I'm very excited to announce that we will be publishing an interview with Joe LaHood, who played in 1977 and 1978 for the Royals, played the 77 ALCS. As a fourth outfielder, pinch hitter for Whitey Herzog, played 11 years in the majors, played with Boston and the Angels and the Rangers and the Brewers and the Royals. So Joe LaHood, we will be publishing that on the site most likely tomorrow or Saturday. And then I've got a special, special treat, which I'll tell you about more tomorrow, but a very, very cool interview coming up, an in-person interview that we will be publishing 
early next week with another former Royal. So we hope you're enjoying Clubhouse Conversation. Once again, follow us on uh, a Twitter, at Royals Clubhouse, and on iTunes. You can follow us on there as well, um, just from finding a link here on the homepage here at clubhouseconversation.com. There are on the Contact Us page or this very page, most likely in the top right, there's an iTunes logo. You can click that, subscribe, and have all of our podcast updates, our, our Devo dishes, and and all the interviews will show up in your iTunes. And it's that simple. You can take them with you. It's a really cool thing. So subscribe to us on iTunes, and please spread the word. Go Royals! We'll get them tomorrow. I'll be back here covering it with you here on Clubhouse Conversation. Good night.